his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. What's his name? Bob Cardoro. Cardero. Folks, I don't know what to call him, and neither do you. Bob Cordero to do the dum dum dum. But Bob's got an opinion, and quite frankly, so do you. So if you don't know what to call him, the most important thing to do is to call him. Bob Cardero. So pick up the phone, give Bob a call, and share your opinion. Because that's what makes America great. Call 570-883-0098. Will you say Cordero? Will I say Cordaro? W-I-L-K 103.1 FM is proud to present the Bob Cordaro. The Bob Cordaro. Just give Bob a call. We'll talk. This is the Bob Cordaro Show on W-I-L-K News Radio. Our distributor of fun and music returns once more to the to the something or other of the Harry West Show. I'm glad, I'm glad you remember my name because I forgot it. Thank you there, jerk, uh, Jack Doniger. <laughs> hey, uh, while he was doing the news, I was going through some of my mail here, and isn't this cute? Some girl sent, I guess it was a fan, uh, I don't know if it was a girl or not, sent me a very nice present this morning. It's a little doll that looks just like me. Isn't that cute? Look, it's got a pin stuck in it and everything. I the best say. in music. W-A-R-M, the mighty with the number one song. Here is the top tune in Warmland this week, friends, and we've got it by the Four Seasons. Girl, come running. Good morning, everybody. We'll soon be playing Telephone in Warmland. Remember that? Remember those days? Yes, and today they will be remembered in Wilkesbury. I'm Sue Henry. I'm sitting in for Bob Cadaro uh, all week, and uh, today there is an event that uh, will be occurring. I guess that's more like Kingston than Wilkes-Barre, so let's uh, get that right. But they are going to celebrate the 65th anniversary of WARM. And to me, that was my uh, entry point into radio. And maybe it was yours too, probably. (laughs) As I've mentioned many times here, I did not know. I didn't know. There were any other radio stations when I was uh, younger than WARM because it's all my parents listened to. It took them a long time to even discover FM radio. I I did. Maybe they discovered it after I did. I I discovered it and I thought it was great. 
However, for the first couple formative years of my life in the kitchen, in the car, wherever we were, it was WARM. They used to have a a slogan, the station that reaches the beaches, because they had so much juice in that radio station that the, the signal was amazing, absolutely amazing. And if you didn't know any better like me, you would think to yourself, this is it for me. And that's fine. That was good. That was a good thing when I listened to WARM when I was a kid. And I was introduced to uh, Harry West by listening. And I thought Harry was extremely funny. I thought that he always put a lot of effort into what he did for a living. And we have some clips of an interview I did with him a couple of years ago, 2016. It was an opportunity before Harry moved out to Western Pennsylvania, the last time that I had ever spoken to him. And it was facilitated by Tommy Woods, also known to me as Woodsy. I'm the only one that's allowed to call him that. He told me. And Tom Woods and Harry West were together for a very, very, very long time. They were dear friends. So we'll we'll play some clips for that. But uh, back to why I love radio, a thoughtful essay. Because of people like Harry West. I also had a huge, huge, huge affinity for Terry McNulty, who I thought was hysterically funny. I still do. He was quite the character. So I would say Woodsy and Harry and and Terry McNulty, great. Ron Allen, the, the sports guy, Ron Allen, phenomenal. Didn't know him at all. Wish I did. He was just a walking encyclopedia of sports knowledge. Kelly Reed, absolutely super talented. I used to listen to the news on WARM with Jerry Heller, Kitch Loftus. These were the the voices that I heard, and I, I would dare say they inspired me. Jerry Heller was great when I went to King's. As a student, he was one of my teachers, and he was a great teacher because he knew this business inside and out. He knew how to write news. He did it all the time. Uh, by the time Jerry Heller was my teacher, I was already working uh, part-time in radio overnights in Scranton. Uh, so I always got my work done early, and my my girl Jackie from uh, WNEP's home and backyard, she she was in the class too, which was bad for Jerry Heller because we used to laugh quite a bit. We were we got our work done early, so we were in the back cutting it up all the time. After I still have some of the news articles that I wrote when I was a student. Are you like me? Do you save a lot of stuff? And then someday the kids will throw it out and they'll think, what was she saving this for? Well, because at the time... It was very important to me. So Jackie and I would be sitting in the news writing class that uh, was taught by Mr. Heller. And he came back once and he said to to us, girls, the news is a serious business. Whoops. We stopped cutting it up right away. But I still remember that because it was so great. And he took it seriously, right? Unlike myself, I was already doing it, though, so I felt, you know, that I know how to do this. I used to love to write zippy little leads and things like that. That served me well. Later on in my life, 
I became a, a radio reporter here, and I used to go out in the field a lot. Um, I once got very harshly schooled by the warm reporter who used to beat us on every story. Every story. When we got there, he was already there. You always want to come in second in radio news, am I right? Every time. He was there already. I I can't remember a time, although I'm sure there was one or two, where we beat him. But it made me better. The first thing that I went to that he was there... He was interviewing somebody at uh, Myers High School in Wilkes-Barre. I think they had a school strike. So I put my microphone up while he was interviewing a a woman. I believe she might have been um, an administrator of the school, although she could have been on the school board. I I don't really recall. And uh, after, after that, he turned to me and he said, don't you ever do that again. Do what? He said, ah, that was my interview. Oh, you know, (laughs) throughout the course of my career, when that would happen to me and I was first or whatever, I never, ever, 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 ever would yell at anybody about anything. I just let them put their mic up because I think that's not nice, but it's probably professional and it's probably right. And he was probably giving me what people call the teachable moment. And that's fine, too. Maybe I needed to learn. But I, I, my own behavior was not influenced by that. I never snapped out on anybody and said, listen, this is my interview. Get away. And also speaking of interviews, uh, today in the 10 o'clock hour, we have as our guest uh, William Big Billy D'Elia. The subject of the new book, The Life We Chose, written by Matt. Birkbeck. I'll talk more about this in a little while, but uh, I, suffice to say, you should listen because he hardly ever speaks to the media. He probably has good reasons for that. Uh, and it's my understanding this is the second media interview he's ever done. So you can bet your sweet bippy I studied hard and hopefully it will pay off. We'll find out. I won't Take it lightly, like I did in Jerry Heller's class. I I put in the work last night. I was reading the the book. I'm almost done. I I read much of the book last night in preparation for this. And it's this is totally a happenstance. I'll explain later. I will. But uh, right now it's Anne from Pittston. Hello. Hello. How are you, Anne? Oh, I'm fine. How are you? Wonderful. You want to talk about the event tonight? Oh, yes. I have a ticket for tonight, me and some friends. And um, it was in 1964. And um, my, my father, I asked him to drop me and my friends off to go to the warm day. So he drops us off, no problem. <laughs> well, when we were coming out at, after it was over with, there was people trying to get in, people trying to get out. It was, it was, but, and I said, oh no, how am I going to find my father here, right? So he was going up and down 502, and then I spotted him. I yelled to him, and he said, <laughs> he said, I'll never take you to this again, ever. <laughs> and at the, you, at the time when they would have things, and we have a clip of this, thousands of people would attend. <laughs> thousands. Isn't that great? 
But you didn't care if you followed your father or not. You were with your friends, and if you had to stay there all night, who cared, you know? Because you, you didn't have to worry about anybody trying to pick you up or hurt you or something like that. It was the good old days, you know? Absolutely. Who, was, uh, who was your favorite warm personality, Anne? Um, let's see. I think Joey Schaefer. Oh, you know what? He, I got to know him and his wife. What a, a lovely couple they were. Uh, Joey passed away, um, was it last year or the year before? But they were the nicest people you could ever meet in your life. Mm-hmm. And then um, after I graduated, I went to business college for a year and took up accounting. And then I got a job with uh, Jim Ward at WARD. Right. Because because I could take a, I could walk there from my house and pitch it. And um, he was so nice to me. He used to, him and his wife. And um, they used to say, now make sure now you take a break and you eat, you have something for lunch and everything like that. And I sat at my desk, but it was a lot of typing. So then um, this girl came in and she said, are you still hiring, right? And he said, no. He said, we, and I went into him and said, Jim, I said, I really don't care for this job much. It's a lot of typing. I don't like to type. And he called the girl and he said, you know, he, he told her to wait a minute. And he said, then um, he hired her. And then he said to me, he said, I want to thank you so much for being so honest with me and all that, you know. And I, oh, she was so nice. I couldn't believe it. But I just, I could, just couldn't sit and type all day long like that. I, I was more like into accounting and a little bit of typing here and there, you know. But I'll never forget Jim. He was so nice. Yeah, they, they used to have a, a, a bunch of... Uh, leaders of these stations, Anne, that were were quite lovely. I can't say they were all lovely, but some of them were. And I hope you enjoy that event tonight. It sounds like a good one. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thanks for calling in with these great memories about uh, you and your dad and uh, warm days. We appreciate it. All right. We're going to take a break here. We're going to juggle all the plates this morning on WILK. We're going to talk about warm for a little bit right here. Right now, then we're going to have as our guest William Big Billy Delia after ten o'clock. So uh, alert everyone you know. Later on, Johnny Lucas will be tortured with the, the fake news segment, and uh, hopefully, he studied last night too as hard as I did. Uh, also, all through the show today, today is the anniversary of the Live Aid concert at JFK Stadium in Philadelphia. And we have some music from the actual concert that uh, took place. And if you went to that, I'd love to hear. Uh, There was a guy when I was here uh, previously, they used to send me photographs that he took at Live Aid backstage. He was a local guy. Don't know what happened to him, but if he's around, I'd like to hear from him too. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone.
Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. You said no Who took the stage, according to my lineup, I don't know if this is accurate, I, I would hazard to guess that it's not, at 7.31 p.m. at JFK Stadium in Philadelphia, where, what was the figure on this? 89,484 people were at Live Aid. If you were there, call. Love to hear what you have to say. Uh, they started... In Philadelphia, at 9.02 a.m., Joan Baez was the opener. Nothing revs up the crowd like... All right, fine. But remember, she is an icon, so good. Uh, And believe it or not, then shortly thereafter... And how do I know this, you're saying? What's, What's up with that? Well, I was actually working in radio at this point when Live Aid was happening, I remember it very clearly, and I did not go because I was working in radio, but, and I should try to put this up somewhere today, I have the uh, the United Press International teletype lineup for Live Aid that I've saved over the years, and you know my kids are going to put this right in the dumpster because they're going to say, why'd you save that? Well, because it's cool, and I got this on uh, the 12th. So this was the day before. I guess I was also working in radio the day before because they sent over the teletype, the Live Aid lineup, uh, the London lineup and the Philadelphia lineup. 902, it was Joan Baez. And then they transitioned uh, very rapidly because they gave her a, a whopping eight minutes to perform. They transitioned at 910 into the Hooters. And they gave the Hooters way more time than they gave Joan Baez. Then it was uh, the Four Tops gave them, an, the, everybody got about 20 minutes. Billy Ocean, Black Sabbath with Ozzy, we'll hear a clip of that today. Run DMC, Rick Springfield, REO, Crosby, Stills, and Nash at uh, 11.26 a.m. Well, uh, Judas Priest took the stage at noon, high noon in Philadelphia. It was Brian Adams, if this is accurate. Uh, the Beach Boys, and and many, many others. But today is the anniversary of Live Aid. The concert happened in 1985. It was done in multiple venues, the most famous venues, of course, in London and in our own Philadelphia, dirty Philadelphia. And this was an attempt to help people, which I love. Uh, It was to call attention 
uh, to famine in Ethiopia. It started with the release of Do They Know It's Christmas in 1984. And then they put on this. This must have been harrowing for everyone involved. That's all I have to say, because this is tough. Trying to get people on and off a stage like this. You know, when you go to a concert and the main act comes out after you've seen the opening act, it's like rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic. It's always it's always haphazard and people running around and you're hoping that the next act will come out in a reasonable time. So to get all these acts on these stages in one day on these time schedules must have been overwhelming. It's 928 at WILK. As I mentioned, after we come back from the break, we'll hear more clips of uh, Harry West and Tommy Woods, two of my faves from WARM. Because today, later on today, there is uh, a notation of the 65th anniversary of WARM. And it's being held at the Friedman Jewish Community Center uh, with WVIA uh, tonight at uh, from 6.30 to 8.30. And they're going to show uh, the documentary piece that they did a couple years ago. Uh, you can go. You can go on their website at wvia.org slash events, or you can uh, call the JCC and, and they'll hook it up for you. I hope there's still tickets for this. I don't know if there are. Uh, it's it's only right and just to note WARM becoming a senior citizen at the age of 65. Some of you thought you'd never see the day, right? You thought you'd never see the day. And after 10 o'clock, as I, I mentioned previously, we are having on as our guest William Big Billy D'Elia who is the subject of a, a new book that is selling so well in Northeastern Pennsylvania that it's my understanding it's very hard to get. It's also my understanding that this book is not only selling well here, but it's selling well across the country in vast quantities. It's called The Life We Chose, William Big Billy D'Elia and the Last Secrets of America's Most Powerful Mafia Family, written by Matt Birkbeck. We had Matt on our show yesterday and uh, because of this, well, not really, because it, I it, I ran into uh, William Delia yesterday after the show in a stunning coincidence. <laughs> and he actually had no idea uh, about the conversation that uh, we had with Matt Birkbeck. No idea at all. But uh, because, well, I'll tell the story sometime in the course of this hour, but we'll have him on as a guest after 10 o'clock this morning. Bob Cordaro's show on WILK is brought to you by the Marjan Golf Course, Jefferson Township and Mount Cobb, right past the old Scranton Municipal Golf Course. The best bargain in golf and the best food in golf. What a combo. And Dunmore Lumber. 622 South Blakely Street in Dunmore. You get the same service selection and price, but you get convenience with all of the above. Dunmore Lumber beating the big box blues all the time. I was talking about WARM because there's a a big party tonight over at the uh, Jewish Community Center for WARM. And it's it's a great reason to look back on something that was important to many of us. Not all of you, and, and some of you are probably thinking, why are you even talking about this? And I agree that you have a point, but for people of a certain age, a certain generation, 
it gave us the entree into what radio could be. Uh, the The care that was taken with this radio station was remarkable. The professionalism of the people that work there was top notch. Everything had its place. You could depend on them. They were always there. They had uh, the AccuWeather. I don't know if they were the first AccuWeather outfit in the country, but I bet they were close. Elliot Abrams used to be on all the time. You probably remember him if you're of a certain age. They had a following that was incredible. They had listenership that was unrivaled in this market. If you look at uh, a property like WNEP and the the way that they have uh, these tremendously high ratings, WARM was the radio station that had WNEP-like ratings. They had such a following, and they did a lot for the community. They were very community-minded, which is part of what radio is. So, Johnny Lucas, um, I'd like to uh, do this, the second uh, clip. So, when I interviewed Harry... Uh, you'll you'll probably notice that he 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 was older, of course, than he was in his heyday. That happens to a lot of people. And Tommy Woods was with us when we did the interview. Tommy worked with Harry and also worked here. And also Harry did work here. You may not know that he worked for WILK for a couple of years, I believe. At least one, he did the mornings. Uh, the the management here brought him over, and it was it was it, it was successful. It was not warm successful, but uh, they used the name. And I I believe he may have also worked somebody some other station in the market as well. So he after he was not on warm anymore, he kind of went around for a little bit. So Tommy was with me, and uh, since Tommy was so comfortable with with Harry, I kind of stepped out of the interview. And that's okay. <laughs> I was uh, sitting there watching the two of them talk with my mouth open because they were legends to me. Tommy Woods is, is still around. Uh, but seeing them together and, and letting Tommy kind of guide Harry through this interview, it, it just made Harry very comfortable. And I thought they played off each other very well. And, of course, Tommy was there, so he knew the history a little bit better. So here they are talking about uh, some of the things that happened at WARM in their day. Harry, do you remember? Do you remember uh, some of the things you did on your particular show that kept your listeners? I, I know you, you. You had a few characters. Who was the janitor you used? You, oh, <laughs> Emerson. One thing I remember that you did have was, uh, and this is this is great. He had a contest called uh, "Let Harry Wake You Up in the Morning." So. <laughs> This re- Do you remember that, Harry? No. You don't remember it? <laughs> well, here's how it worked. No. <laughs> it worked that uh, someone would write in and say, well, I have to get up at 6.30 in the morning, and every morning at 6.30 for a week, Harry West would dial that person's number. Yeah. Figured to remember that. Okay, here's the other part about it. The contest was over after about uh, two months, and uh, some pretty young voice called you up and said, Mr. West, do you still wake up people in the morning? And you, with all your witty wisdom, said, do you want me to call you or nudge you? <laughs> that didn't go over too well, no, Harry. That, 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 was, that, was, that was one of the few times I was complained. Uh, complaining. They, gave you, they complained about you, right? Yeah. Yeah, they did. And 
you, you'll hear in one of the other clips that uh, the guy who was the the general manager of WARM was named Arthur Carlson. Does that name seem familiar to you, even if it's not from WARM? Have you heard the name Arthur Carlson associated anywhere else with radio? Yes, you have. Yes, you have. And I'll, I'll tell you about that, too. Um, so if you have memories, bring them. Somebody said uh, it's appropriate today to use one of Warm's most famous slogans. Is it hot enough for you? It's only warm for me. <laughs> yeah. True story. That is true. It's 939 at WILK. 570-883-0098. I'm Sue Henry. I'm sitting in for Bob Cordaro. We're playing music from Live Aid. We're remembering WARM. And after 10 o'clock, William Big Billy D'Elia will join us as a guest to talk about the new book that has been written about him. And, and certainly I'm, the, the question is, why? Why now? But, you know, I'm glad it's written. But, you know, this is a, an extremely private individual to think that uh, he would open up for such a long time to somebody writing a book is uh, astonishing to me. But uh, I'm glad he did it. All right. I'm playing some clips from... Uh, WARM Harry West with uh, Tommy Woods because they have a, a big event tonight in uh, in Kingston at the uh, Sydney and Pauline Friedman Jewish Community Center. This is uh, done in coordination with WVIA. It's free. It goes from 6.30 to 8.30. You can go on WVIA's website if you want to try to get a ticket. I'm hoping they still have some because I know you'd like to go and if it was back in the day, thousands of people would attend. That's how big this station was. So I have a, another clip, and then we'll we'll talk a little bit about the uh, legendary Arthur Carlson. So this is uh, clip number three, Johnny. This is uh, uh, Tommy and, and Harry talking about one of their news guys. And uh, Harry seems to indicate he was a bit of a, a of a rake and <laughs> used to say used to crack up during the news, which I like. And they they talk a little bit about Arthur Carlson, but then I'll, I'll tell you where maybe you've heard that name before. Well, Jack Donninger was the newsman, and he was he was good. He uh, he cracked up a couple of times when he wasn't supposed to. He wasn't told about it, but we we told him you know cool it a little bit. But he was he was funny. He was very funny on the air and off the air. Ron Allen would uh, bust you every once in a while, wouldn't he? <laughs> he, came, he came on toward the other, yeah. <laughs> well, Ron Allen was doing Mother Fletcher. Do you remember Mother Fletcher? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mother Fletcher would come in once in a while. But they, they, they was a, it was a nice, nice time. And, and the thing is that I, I still remember to this day that whatever we said was okay. Art Carlson, who was the general manager, the big, big boy, never said a word to me that you, you, you can't say this, you can't say that. Whatever, whatever you want to say, it's okay, as long as it's not curse. <laughs> Good. Cursing, still not allowed on radio. You heard the name Arthur Carlson. He was the general manager of WARM. And then you've heard that name, of course, if you are a fan of uh, comedy television, because if you watched WKRP in Cincinnati, 
which was on from uh, 1978 to 1982, the general manager of WKRP in Cincinnati was also named Arthur Carlson. Coincidence or something further? I, I think that there was maybe a little bit of... Uh, of a tribute pay there. I don't know for sure. And the the people's encyclopedia Wikipedia doesn't really have any information on that, but I'm wondering if that was done as a little bit of a tribute, the big guy to the Arthur Carlson who managed WARM. And of course on television played by Gordon jump and really didn't like, didn't like the music. Um, was beholden to his mother, like like many of the managers in radio uh, were. Yeah, I know you you know who I'm talking. I mean, there were radio stations where there was uh, in this market where there was parental involvement. There were children who uh, were you know in charge, quote unquote. But there were there were adults hovering behind them because radio used to be a family business before it became uh, this conglomerate type of business where you have more of a of a corporation leading the way and that gives you both the good and the bad if you worked in radio like we did a long time ago um, under some of the families you would really run to the bank to cash your check because you want it to be one of the people that actually got paid that day it, it was a different time. Now, if you get a paycheck, it, it's more likely to be <laughs> a good one, and you don't have to worry about it bouncing down at the back end, bank. And who takes a paycheck to the bank anyway anymore? Nobody. Anyway, 570-883-0098, And so many people texted in that they knew exactly what I was talking about when I mentioned Arthur Carlson. So that's good. Uh, in just a couple of minutes, uh, we are going to uh, welcome in William Big Billy D'Elia, the subject of the new book, The Life We Chose, written by Matt Birkbeck. He'll be with us here at WILK. Um, Joan Doniger, is that right, Johnny Lucas? Yes. Joan Doniger, in a coincidence that there are so many coincidences in life, and we'll talk about why uh, Billy D'Elia is here today, too. There, there was a coincidence involved in that. Uh, Joan Doniger is the daughter of Jack Doniger, who used to be Harry West's news guy on WARM, and she just did the Bloomberg Money Minute from the network, which is unreal. Another coincidence uh, in our lives, and are there any? Some people say there's none, but I say I think there are some. So we're uh, talking about uh, WARM and the popularity of that station. Uh, Johnny Lucas, let's go to the cut five where uh, Tommy Woods and, and Harry West, who were with me in, in 2016, to do an interview before Harry moved out to Western Pennsylvania. This is uh, the last interview I ever did with him. I had done other ones previously, but this one was uh, our last chance to be together, which is is good and historic. He passed away in, in 2019. Uh, but Tommy and Harry in this interview clip talk about the vast reach and the power of WARM in its heyday. So roll it. Incidentally, these were the days when we worked six days a week. We did your your sixth day was shortened by about uh, two hours. 
Not really. <laughs> Not really. Uh, let's talk about the record hops, and that's what we call them in those days. They were record hops. What are they? What, what are they called now? Dances, yeah. But we called them record hops. Uh, remember what we would take with us, Harry? Bag, and the, and the turntable. That was it. Plug it in. Okay, it's ready. Okay, boom. <laughs> we start playing the, playing the music, and we didn't take any breaks unless they, uh, they specified. They would say, let's take a break about 9.30. Okay. Otherwise, no. And they were always crowded, were they not? I remember going to these these places where I never heard of them before. Place would be jammed with the... In some of the cases, they had to direct traffic. Yeah. The police were out there directing traffic because the crowds just got too big. Yeah. I wanted to ask you another thing. Do you remember Rocky Glenn? <laughs> How can we forget Rocky Gun? I was there a couple of years, and one of the one of the places that I remember uh, one of the times was uh, it was in nineteen sixty three. Harry, we had eight of the top ten artists on Billboard with us at Rocky Glen Park. Do you remember that? Vaguely. I have a picture with you. You're talking, well, you're you, talking 50, 50 years ago. Well, you and I had to have a picture of each other up on stage with the Angels. That night we had Bobby Vinton on, and I, I can't, I can't, my, I myself can't remember them all. He, he's, a, he's a nice guy. There was one, uh, one particular time we had to uh, take the Four Seasons in in an ambulance. Yeah. That was. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. I remember that very, very. Very vividly. It was the Avoca Ambulance. Uh, we put all the guys, Bob Gaudio, Frankie, uh, Tommy uh, DeVito. He knows the name of <laughs> I know them. They all jumped in. Well, don't you know. don't know this, Harry. We didn't know about it, but when I worked in the evening, I worked from 3 to 7 and then later from 9 to uh, 10 or something. I heard from 6 to 9. Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons actually came up to the studios and they would practice in the other room and I rolled two tapes for them and I wish I had those tapes today but Bob Gaudio <laughs> Bob Gaudio would uh, uh, they'd go over all their songs he had all the music spread out he'd make changes and then Frankie would come in and sit right next to me while I was on the air and I had to uh, tell him watch your language <laughs> well, we couldn't say anything that he was there or else we would have had traffic jams outside it, it was really neat we a lot of fun. We did. We 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 always I would say 99% of the time was fun. 99% of the time was fun. That's what I hope for my life. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? 
powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.